In order to know virtue, we must first acquaint ourselves with vice. Do you know, I never get tired of hearing that. I love that. Interview. I know. Every time it's just so sexy. <laughs> okay, welcome back. Here we go. We're back. We are. We're back. Chapter 6, the A-team again. So we've got the lovely Darcy and Tiffany. Yeah. Hello, 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 hello. So how is everybody today? One of us, I think, is feeling a little <laughs> worse for wear after a uh, brief sojourn to Las Vegas. Yeah, I may have lost my voice ever so slightly. <laughs> but I, everyone's told me it's really sexy, so it's fine. <laughs> She'll give you a round of smelly cab at the end of this. Uh, I generally feel like Phoebe from Friends. I'm like going to go around <laughs> licking people like she did. <laughs> No, that was Vegas. Yeah. Oh now. my God! Home sorry, now. sorry, I forgot. <laughs> we don't do that here. <laughs> do I remember in that Friends episode though? She was trying to keep catch her sexy her voice. Yeah. She, she was trying to catch her cold. Yeah. yeah, no, my mine is not a cold. It is purely from air conditioning and too much alcohol. Yeah, no, the air conditioning will get you in Vegas. Oh my it's, God! And it the is perfume just, they pump into the hotels. Oh. And also, like it was forty three degrees. They were going no. through a heat wave, and I I didn't think that Vegas could go any hotter. To be honest. <laughs> And it was like extreme weather warning. I was like, let's get out of the pool. Like, come on, let's go. Back to sunny Scotland. It really is a hard life, though. It is a hard life, yeah. I was I was just like, I want to come home. Like, I'm done with this now. I can't bear it anymore. The seventh yard of Margarita was the one that got her, you know. Those are great for a hangover, by the way. I honestly was just like, right, I'm feeling a bit rough. You know, we saw them and I was like, yeah, I'll have a mango margarita. <laughs> And then I was flying. It was great. Yeah. I have to say, the three days I did in Vegas was enough. And you did how many days? Seven. Seven, yeah. 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 I'm going to have to say, ladies, I, I took that. Yeah, no. What, the first time I went to Vegas was with a very good friend of mine, who will be joining us on the podcast at some point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, God, that was... Uh, yeah, no, I was 21. It was our both our joint 21st birthdays. And we did, I kid you not, 10 days. I was 21 and three days... Was enough. To I'm surprised you weren't days. bankrupt uh, after it, to be oh. honest. Because, yeah. I mean, it was like $25 a drink. Yeah, but this is, you know, a few years ago. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and did you pay for any of your drinks? No. Do you know, I'm just going to tell this story briefly because I know we haven't even started the actual podcast yet. But this is the only time this has happened to me and my friend. So we were the at this bar time. and we had a group of guys on our left and a group of guys on our right. And at one point... Um, they were arguing over who was going to buy us drinks. But what was really funny is that the barman had been giving us them for free all night anyway. <laughs> and it was just brilliant. We're just sitting there going, I think we'll move to Vegas. Shall, yeah. we, shall we live here? I think that's like Sin City. This is something that I wanted to bring up for our listeners and the ladies here. So my editor, who I love to bits and is amazing, and I had a, a not a, a falling out, but we had a difference of opinion. So in last week's chapter, there's this lovely scene where he's swimming around Hunter in the loch. Do you guys yeah. remember? Yeah. yeah. And he's just swimming around sort of very languorously and having a lovely time. Like a shark. Like a shark. Thank With you. With his prey, yeah. I like Thank that. you very much. Right. Oh, okay, right. Right. Okay. So I my, see where you're going. Yes. I see where you're going here. My yeah. editor was like, well, you can't have that. You've got to have him swimming more aggressively. It's got to be like he's cutting through the water and it's you know, splashy and all this. And, I, and I'm going, But no. he's not a shark. <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna say yeah. he's not Jaws. Also, that's like weird. Yeah. If a guy came up it's to you and sexy, did that. not violent, yeah. I guess. I mean, I also, I still don't know how I'd feel if a guy just started swimming around me. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, but like you know, yeah, probably quite sick after a while. Just like watching <laughs> around, around. No, but his argument was if it wasn't powerful, outwardly powerful, and sort of frenetic, then it wasn't sexy. Yeah, and my argument was that actually, as a woman, you wouldn't. F- 
if somebody's showing off terrified. that much, well, yeah, yeah. Either, it's either terrifying or just annoying. Yeah, but you're like it's arrogance, exactly. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. If you're confident and hot and you're not, yes, you're not. Yeah, you know, you got to like agree slow with women and, on this one. Slow and Thank sensual, you. you know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I meant to bring it up. Wait, what are we talking about? about? <laughs> Anyway, my editor is amazing. I love him to bits. But um, yeah, this was this was one that I definitely thought. No, do you know what? This is uh, this is a male. You stand your ground, girl. You stand yeah. your ground. Please yeah. let us know your thoughts because you no, know. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would like to hear your thoughts. Mm. Do you prefer a predator or do you prefer a shark or do you <laughs> thrashing or <laughs> do you want to get in the tub and thrash? <laughs> no, we're all about the friends tonight. I know. Yeah, God, you've put that in our minds. I know. Sorry, Tiffany. Um, okay, well, let's get started because we're already seven minutes in and we haven't actually got to the book yet. So, right. True, true. The Seduction. Hunter will be starting this evening. He whom one awaits is, because he's expected, already present, already master. The lovely Pauline Rayage, um, a quote there, from the story of O. She had been waiting for what felt like an eternity. In reality, it had only been a week since their hunting trip at the hall the longest week of Hunter's life. She was so ready for this man that she could almost smell her own arousal. She strode confidently down the beautifully appointed corridor to the hotel room and knocked. The desire and demand reverberated. Oh, thank God someone else has done it first. (laughs) Reverberating and building up such tension then. Reverberating through the elegant oak door. It opened. He stood there, glorious in his masculinity. The object of all of her desire. James Bond on his day off. Dark, delicious, dangerous. Room service, she purred. Secretly delighted because she'd always wanted to say something like that in a situation just like this. His laughter followed her into the room as she closed and securely locked the door behind her. Apparently, they'd need more than a do not disturb sign tonight. He could barely control his ardour. His cock had been rock-hard and leaking appreciation for the hour he'd waited for her in the hotel room. He didn't just want to fuck this woman. He wanted to possess and consume her. He would give her everything and see if she survived him. Survived this debauched and erotic existence. It was not for the faint-hearted. And he was yet to find an equal. Someone both predator and prey. If things went as planned, then she would submit and be his forever. His slave, his woman, his huntress. So we're jumping right into this chapter. Then. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Really no intro. I also, just, there we go. No preamble. No preamble at all. I also, I'm just going to put this one out there. Maybe one, another one for your editor. His cock had been rock hard and leaking appreciation. I don't know how I feel about leaking. Is leaking not? No. Well, I mean. I think it's pretty spot on, to be fair. It is, <laughs> it's probably, yeah, probably, it's probably not the most sexy word. Too medical? Mm. Potentially, but you know it's fine. I mean, I just it's just some feedback, honestly. <laughs> Loving the feedback. <laughs> Everybody knows I'm essentially doing this because then, as I realise the mistakes I've made when we talk it out loud, I fix them before the book is published, um, or that's the theory anyway. Um, this when 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 it actually all comes out, this podcast not going to match the book at all. No, I know they're really going to be two very separate things. <laughs> It'll be three chapters, and the yeah. rest of them will be nonsense. Like I know. That. Oh, it's really funny. I was talking about, um, uh, I was eating a lot of mushrooms this weekend and I said, no, 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 not the hallucinogenic kind, just normal mushrooms. I said, I couldn't do that. I'm editing. And I said, it would be a bit like a cross between Alice in Wonderland meets the story of O. (laughs) The friend I was talking to said, well, that's one hell of a sales pitch. Yeah. (laughs) That's your tagline right there. (laughs) That's the book lodge party. Do you want to see this? Yeah. Yeah. 
it it started off, I think, a little, with a bit of seduction. Yeah. There was a little bit of, you know, yeah. uh, subtlety. For the next, I don't know, ten chapters, just buckle up. Yeah. Just so you're prepared as listeners, here we go. <laughs> it's what you've all been waiting for. Let the games begin. We know. Begin. We know. Yeah. We're sorry that it had to be five chapters until we got know, to this one. I know, slow start, but hey, once We've we got get you going. <laughs> yeah, not one to listen to like when your boss is in the car, put it that way. The sexual tension vibrated between them as they stood staring at each other, both knowing what was to come, what this meant, and yet neither sure how to begin the negotiations. With a dominant submissive relationship, consent and agreement were sacrosanct. Perhaps it was ironic that to a particular type of sexuality, hunters included, only within distinct limits could she truly abandon herself, could she truly be completely free. Although focused on this man who would be her master, she couldn't help but notice the opulence of her periphery. Never mind the hotel room was bigger than her first flat. It was deliciously and delicately appointed. Deep, dark claret devoury wallpaper draped the walls. The bed was a proper four-poster. Solid carved wooden legs canopied in a similarly elegant style. She noted the chilled champagne on the bedside table with approval. That was a definite prerequisite. Cocktails were all very well, but champagne was required on a night like this. And as if he had read her mind, he walked over to the table and carefully poured two glasses, deftly handling one to her. Two adventures, he said. Two adventures, she answered pleased with his choice of words, and yet uncertain exactly how to proceed. This was anathema to her. She was used to having men panting on their knees by this point. Previously, she had always been in control, and she had never met a man up to challenging her. To her continued disappointment, she had always set the agenda before. They even knew... Sorry. (laughs) May have to come back to that one. Previously, she had always been in control, and she had never met a man up to challenging her. To her continued disappointment, she had always set the agenda before they even knew what was happening. She always marvelled at the naivety of men, thinking they had any say in when or how a woman gave herself to them. Insignificant boys all. They took what she gave them, even when they thought they were dominant, because she had decided exactly what she wanted from them before anything began. This was the power in the submissive. Now, though, everything had changed. She had literally no idea where to begin. They should lay out terms and boundaries, make clear rules of consent before they began. This was not a romantic relationship. It was sexual. Neither wanted a partner. They wanted a counterpart. The desire between them was stopping any coherent thought, any discussion of preliminaries. As your dominant, what exactly, he began, deciding that he might as well at least attempt to get the basics out in the open while his brain was still vaguely functional. Later, she silenced him striding forward and knocking the champagne glass from his hand to the floor. They cleaved together, hands, tongues, limbs, immediately intertwined. The force of it took her breath away, but he breathed more into her. They tore at each other's clothes, sending shirt buttons flying and tearing stockings without heed. She undid his belt and tugged at his trousers. On your knees, he commanded, remembering the role in which she was cast through the fog of pheromones and heat. She had surprised him with the force of her desire. Oh, it's getting hot. <laughs> I'm glad somebody jumped in there. I so need a drink of wine. I know. I was like, <laughs> I, I, say could, I could hear her panting, and I wasn't sure whether it was wine or just the scene. <laughs> Thank you. We thought we'd give you a rescue anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell one of our guests isn't here because normally that's when they start getting uncomfortable into it. Yeah, and then they start making like inappropriate, awkward jokes because they don't know what else to say. <laughs> I know. Oh, and we're like, it's broken the tension, yeah. but it's okay. we're just quietly just listening all along. <laughs> We're like, we know what happens next. I think the best one for that was Buck, who just couldn't handle it at all. No, oh, Buck was hilarious. So yeah. funny. She dropped immediately, obediently. It was a practiced response and one she'd been looking forward to for so long. 
She didn't do yoga for the earnest conversations in chai tea. I mean, who does? <laughs> Quite. <laughs> <laughs> she did it so that she had a body completely under her command. A tool of pleasure. Arching her back and looking up from her knees, she delicately and deliberately slowly licked the tip of his cock, and he roared. What she was doing was nothing different to what he'd done with a hundred other women, and yet everything felt amplified, like she was teasing his soul from his body. Every movement, lick and touch made him want to rip her apart in a sexual frenzy, or oh. crush the life out of her altogether. Oh, definitely like that bit. Oh, Rip her apart. Wow. In a sexual friends. Of course. Like, yeah. Not literally. I know. I know. I know. I know. We hope. I mean, we, we hope. Yeah, we do hope. This yeah. would be a very different book if it was literal. But yeah. Oh, Bring oh. back the stag. <laughs> her tongue flicked over the opening of his cock. And she does leaking. <laughs> just in case we'd forgot. Yeah. And that's <gasps> Tiffany just ending. I feel like there. we really need to remove that. Let's change the word. Like, let's. I'm going to look up the, the source for leaking yeah. right now. <laughs> a synonym for What's leaking. another word for leaking? Okay, you just j- jump in when I, when I finish the next part. Dripping. Know. Dripping is worse, I think. Dripping sounds like a leaking tap. Well, that's what I'm looking at. I'm thinking of like this really fucking huge tap. <laughs> anyway. It was all she could do not to swallow every inch of him now. She wanted him so badly, but she did not want this to be over, ever. She had to have this man in every way she could. He had had enough of her torture. He grabbed her around the throat and dragged her up from her knees. She had ceased to exist. She was desire and feeling, skin and nerve endings, lust and want. She had never wanted a man. She had never wanted a man so much. (gasps) That makes sense. Okay. Any synonyms yet? Right, so I found a worse one. No problem. Discharge. <laughs> no, 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 um, no. Spurt. No. Mm, it's too too early for it's spurt. It's too urgent. Excrete. Yeah. That's, no, that's worse. That's like, <laughs> that's like discharge. Yeah. Ooze. Oh. Uh, something's oozing. What did you put into the I just put, I just put in leak. From, in you put in leak and you go, oh, excrete. To the thesaurus. Escape. Um, dribble. No. No, you see. Peaking? Jet. Jet. Jet's not bad. Jet. Secrete. No, but no. jet's too much. Like it's that's what happens at the end. Yeah. Wow. Um I don't know why I get so awkward. Like, I don't know why I'm doing a novel. You're in the wrong podcast. Yeah. Bring bring to light. His <laughs> take the lid off. Sneaking? His cock had taken a lot of his desire all afternoon. Blow the gaff. That's actually high. Blown a gaff. Blow the gaff. Sorry, you can't listen. You what can't did you hear. type in? No, I just typed in leaking. Darcy's actually taken the phone from like um, the bottom. Tiffany. Like, see, it says blow the gaff. What does that even be? Blow the gaff? Leaking. It was letting the cat out of the bag. <laughs> no. We're spilling the beans. No! Oh my god, maybe we stick to leaking. leaking. See, I like divulge. I think that's fucking funny. His ardor was yeah. divulging out of his cock all day. Oh my god. Expose? Well, no, that's a different. That's just like whapping out, isn't it? That was already that's happening. Just whapping it. That was, he's already whapped it out. So we're now going to have to go through your entire book and with choose. The oh my god, that can be a task. That could yeah. be a whole that podcast. That could be a whole podcast. Yeah. That's true. We could do an extra one. Like Except what we'll do is we'll oh, get absolutely at smashed. Of, at the end of it. this book. Oh, good idea. We're going to do an extra oh. podcast, which is just the thesaurus podcast oh, with yes. cocktails and the thesaurus. Yeah, yeah. that'll I'm be great. I'm actually writing this down, listen. Or it's a new book. We just changed this book and we publish a new one. Well, this is the first of a four book series. Yeah. But no, the thesaurus episode, we'll do it. We'll get some cocktails and we'll just go for it. We'll take the piss all the way through. 
Yeah. Because we're normally so serious. I know. Yeah, we take this very seriously. It's literally the least, the best of the ba- a bad bunch, let's be honest. Yeah, fair. I'll give you that. Okay. Jesus Christ. Right. Oh, God. Where are we? We're licking the tip of his cock, I think. Where are we? <laughs> Aren't we always? I think so. Yeah, here we go. Right. <clears throat> this is such a bad lead-in. He eased himself inside her, the culmination of her ultimate masculine desire. She felt every delicious inch of him inside of her. She felt the pulse of her muscles around him and groaned. There was nothing but him. She was consumed and desperate, licking, biting, clawing, raking his back, trying to pull more of him into her. He, in turn, thrust with a power she had never felt before. Before she knew it, she was climaxing around him. In that moment of instant abandon, he had her completely. She was his. She hadn't meant to be so quickly, hadn't known such a thing was possible. It had happened despite of herself. She had a feverish thought in that instant. Maybe he was the master that he had presented himself to be. Okay, it was hours later. Hunter had no concept of time. It could have been two o'clock in the morning or the middle of the following afternoon. She didn't care. She never wanted to leave this place. This palace of decadence and debauchery. She felt like she had fallen into a Victorian erotic novel. Another place. Another century. They were reclining in either end of the clawfoot bath, completely exhausted, spent, and state. Sated? Satiated. Or sated. Did I write sated? Sated. sated. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Is it, sati- is it supposed sated. to be satiated? No, either way. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what either of those words mean. <laughs> um, when they had finally thundered to a stop, a sweaty tangle of limbs under the table on the floor, she had fallen asleep almost immediately. Her body drained of lust, but also artifice. Artifice, yeah. Yeah, okay, artifice. She was naked in every sense of the word. Sore, broken, and yet completely happy and peaceful. She had awoken when he had lifted her bodily and slid her gently into the hot and fragrant water. She awakens, he said as he stepped into the bath at the other end. She does just, she replied through a yawn, looking at him through the candlelit steam. Well, this is lovely. Very romantic, she said ironically. You'll be sore already. I am merely protecting my interest for later. Aftercare is the cornerstone of a proper, dominant, and submissive relationship, as I'm sure you know. I would expect nothing less, she purred, delighted. Here, he said, passing her a generously filled glass of brandy. This will add to the afterglow. Hunter accepted and pro- proffered, the proffered. And proffered glass, the proffered glass, and studied the gilded liquid. Velvet, smooth, and warm. Another one of my favorite tipples, she said. A lucky guess? He smiled. That same enig- enigmatic, enigmatic. Nice. half smile, half threat playing across his features. You're easier to read than you think. She laughed, delightedly far too content to be offended. She took a deep draught of the liquid as the warm scented water licked her skin. This really is heaven, she thought, as she was simultaneously warmed inside and out. He really was a master of all senses if nothing else. She looked at him, smiling. Lovely, I'm gonna stop you there because um, the brandy. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I made a note to myself. So this was something else my editor wanted me to take out. Um, because according to him, you wouldn't drink brandy so soon after champagne. Why? <laughs> what? How do you not know that already? I love that your reaction to us. He was like, no, he, he honestly read this and went, mm, after all the champagne, would they really be drinking brandy in the bath? I'm going, does it matter? <laughs> 
They're I think these two are drinking anything anywhere by this point. I know, right? And I, find, I just find that so funny. I was like, no, that's, yes. Could you make it like a whiskey? I mean, you could. But the whole reason I wrote brandy, and this was um, a note I wrote to myself, because I did take this bit out. So I'm motioning at Darcy to hand me some wine, and she's looking at me like I've lost oh, my Oh, I mind. didn't know the wine was here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is she getting any signals? She's literally going, what? And you might want to take the top off oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my bad. Sorry. No, we so, are doing well. We are. I'd originally written um, this... Uh, point and I this is actually something true that I don't know if our listeners feel this at all so I love brandy the, well, yeah, <laughs> I do and champagne baths alcohol oh, the whole thing yes men no. <laughs> well this is why I've written this book but yes no dick hard <laughs> no that's you <laughs> no not me that's, that's Darcy <laughs> no it is you you're married to him anyway no I love the feeling of brandy because brandy to me it's like a memory every time I drink it I have this nostalgic feeling now obviously I didn't drink it as a child so there's no sort of real nostalgia (laughs) reminds me of my childhood no but it's the feeling it's just this warmth I don't know it's just a lovely drink it's it's hard to explain Um, I've never been a massive fan of brandy to be fair I think the only brandy I've ever tried is cherry brandy Um, so brandy so we've decided that they can drink brandy after champagne yeah okay cool awesome He watched from the bed as she dressed, noting with delight as she ditched her shredded stockings. I'll be in Malaysia next week, he said. Malaysia? And here was me thinking it was the frozen northern tundra of Siberia or nothing. He grinned. Well, not a lot of work up there, unfortunately. Although I do love the bear hunting. Ick, animal. You love it. You know you do. I'll take you sometime. I'll take you everywhere. You better practice having a stronger stomach for these things. I think not. She replied, knowing he was goading her, loving the ire he evoked in her. In any case, I will need you when I return, he said, handing her the address of the different hotel with a room key. Meet me at this address on Friday evening. He's organized. I like it. Right? <laughs> Own it. Hunter wondered how it was that he had a room key to a hotel <laughs> almost a week in advance. <laughs> that is so great. But filed it almost immediately under not her concern. One of the many things she adored about being a submissive was that the liaison organisation was always at the behest of the dominant. Well, and her S&M arrangement anyway. She knew there were those who treated their submissives as day-to-day slaves, and many submissives who enjoyed it. But she made sure that in her dalliances with men, she just had to turn up and be the glamorous and willing participant. No sooner had Hunter placed a key in her bag, he was by her side again, grabbing her by the throat and pulling her to him, forcing his tongue into her mouth. She moaned loving every hungry taste of him. Don't be late to our next meeting. You do as I command, remember. As he pulled away, Hunter bit his bottom lip. Not hard enough to draw blood, but she knew he felt it. Master in the bedroom, but nowhere else, she replied, licking her lips. Don't forget it, Dominus. My body is yours. Do with me what you will. I submit completely. My soul, however, belongs only to me. He looked at her seriously. I will remember, he said. Handing her her bag. Next week then, you're mine. Hunter smiled. Always. He watched her leave, eyes locked on the door until it closed completely. He took a deep breath, savouring the lingering scent of her. Her perfume mingled with her ravaged body. He had her, he was sure. She was his. He trusted she would let no other man near her. There was something about a kindred spirit in this lifestyle. They knew the sanctity of what they were giving and what they received in return. Protect her, Lord, Master, 
lover, eternal. He, in turn, would remain dedicated to her. For although he lived his life largely unencumbered by the desires and needs of others, the desires and needs of a submissive were his world when he chose her. But there would need to be a clear separation between normal life and love. Experience had taught him that it was too difficult, too complex and distracting to try and combine the two. Introductions to parents and playing at happy families were things that happened to other people. This was what made Hunter perfect. Like him, she seemed to want to live completely separate from his. With these thoughts occupying his mind, he left the hotel room and stepped back into the depressingly limited world he was forced to occupy. The thought of Friday and having her all over again, of beginning their training as dominant and submissive, was the only thing keeping his attention sharp and spirits high. Ooh la la. I quite like that bit. I like that bit. Mm. It's very futuristic, isn't it? Futuristic? Like, moving away from like the traditional way of life. Love it. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> very modern. Yeah. Yes. No, I think that's good. She says arrogantly having written it. But... <clears throat> is, that, okay. is that what you were going for? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I almost fell back in his seat. <laughs> Jesus. How are you doing there? Great. Tiff, you yeah. all right? Yeah. Living the dream. Tiff- Tiffany's struggling a bit, you know, after how many hours in a plane and... All of her exertions in Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Looking good. <laughs> when I say she's bent over backwards a chair, I'm literally not exaggerating. Yeah, just not in the sexy way, unfortunately. Yeah. Not this time. Hunter drove straight from the hotel towards Edinburgh, where she was to meet her girlfriends for what would be an incredibly late lunch. Her entire body ached so much, she was barely able to change gear. Her muscles were exhausted. Her entire body saturated with him. Can I just, I've just, I've like missed how you talk on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like the pronunciation is just on point. I can't help it. I know, I just, I love it so much. She's a green, she's got a chance. <clears throat> I know, I do, I just love it. She drove more recklessly than usual, a huge grin plastered to her face as she felt the stickiness in between her thighs with every push on the pedals. Was it leaking? <laughs> oh no, I love that. Oh my God, stop. No. The <sighs> she felt the stickiness leaking. It also oh, no. Trick Sorry. No, it wasn't. It was just in between her thighs. <laughs> it was just... That the way you kind of forcefully said that was like, okay, yeah. it's just there. She had to get back to Edinburgh as fast as possible and tell the girls what had happened. They had been in constant contact since the hall, all fully aware of the obvious lust between Hunter and this erstwhile Lord Byron all weekend. She knew she would not be allowed to get away with not telling him every little detail. The four women had a little wine bar down in Stockbridge that they would always meet at if something significant had happened in their lives. Despite incredibly busy work and relationship schedules, they were faithful to one another in times of need or exultation. Darcy was the only one who was ever more than rarely... Darcy was the only one who was ever more than rarely absent. But because of her demanding work schedule, the girls forgave her. We did. We do. Yeah, we do. It's cool. Yeah. We get it. Today, happily, all four women were in attendance. Hunter burst through the door of the bar, clearly very pleased with herself. Astrid, Darcy and Tiffany had already finished a bottle of Bollinger, paid for by Richard. Naturally. Oh, he's such a good man. He is. He's very sweet. Astrid, wearing an explosion of yellow satin with her hair gelled into spikes, was the easiest to spot. Tiffany was the quintessential real housewife of Edinburgh, or more honestly, Ellie. Being dressed far too colourfully and wearing far too much clearly authentic jewellery for the slightly dowdiness of wearing of Edinburgh's ruling class of housewives. Hunter was most surprised to see Darcy sitting in court shoes, sensible skirt and a crisp shirt. No she- way. <laughs> That is just such a Darcy thing to do. Put together and perfect, that sounds like Darcy. 
She must have just finished at the hospital. How was it she could still look unruffled after doing a full night shift? Did she ever sleep? Hunter exclaimed Astrid, subtle as ever. Get over here and tell us all the juicy details. I can tell from how you're walking that it was quite the trip. Jesus, Astrid, Darcy said. There are other people in this bar, you know. Ah, oh my God. I said at the start, phones on silent, please. And I got such a shit stir from Darcy. Oh my so God. Did only you just do something year. wrong? Did you just like go against the rules? Do you know why? Because I turned it up to play no. the intro. <laughs> and who asked me to do that? That was me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't give it. This is too funny. Those are the rules, Darcy, and you failed. <laughs> Oh, that's actually, that's it. Oh, oh I feel bad. <laughs> Jesus, Astrid, Darcy said. There are other people in this bar, you know. It's only two in the bloody afternoon and I do have to work around here. Despite this remonstration, she wasn't too angry. She loved Astrid too much for that. Hunter kissed each of her friends on the cheek before taking a seat at the table. The soft light from the modern glass sculpted chandeliers glinted off the granite bar and gave the place an understated contemporary style. Okay, so tell us everything, Tiffany said. Deftly pouring champagne into a waiting glass for her friend. Have you finally found a man up to your standards? Or are we going to be disappointed? Oh, yeah. My God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, most men do disappoint eventually. My God, more champagne. I've had quite a bit of this over the past 48 hours, you know. Hunter said a little smug and fully exploiting the vicarious nature of her friend's interest. I bet that's not all you've had. I'm sure Mr. Gun-Toting Adventurer is hung like a genetically enhanced donkey then. Astrid almost shouted. That is such an Astrid thing to say. I want to get Astrid right here, right now, to say that sentence. (laughs) Tiffany's genuine chuckle there was quite funny. Shall we highlight that one from where Astrid ever is? Just to make sure she can say that so we know what it would sound like. Absolutely. Mr. Gun-Toting Adventurer. (laughs) Hung like a genetically enhanced donkey. I I love it. That's one of the best ones you've used. That one, though, put in the thesaurus. <laughs> well. <laughs> Good God. Darcy went once again at her friend's unnecessary volume and crass vocabulary. Close enough. But can we not call him Mr. Gun Toten, please? She said, looking pointedly at Astrid. This is a spectacular misnomer. It's his hideous friend who's the arms dealer, remember? I oh, only yeah, meant yeah. the shotgun episode. Oh, right. Wow, that feels like years ago. One week, Darcy interjected. It's been precisely one week. Trust me, I know. I've been on nights this whole time. But you like him, Tiffany asked. This Mr. Dangerous, Lord Byron character. When Hunter nodded, she clapped her hands in delight. My God, I can't believe it. I finally, finally brought a guy to the hall that Hunter actually likes. Woohoo! <laughs> that only took, oh, about 100 years. You, you happy with that, Tiffany? <laughs> Woohoo! I know, I felt like I just wasn't you doing me justice. You play me perfectly. Right, hang on a second. <clears throat> Let me find out where we actually are and I'll say it myself. <laughs> it was just woohoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My God, I can't believe I finally, finally brought a guy to the hall that Hunter actually likes. Oh, my God, my voice. <laughs> woohoo! <laughs> that only took about 100 years. <laughs> nice. My voice. <clears throat> okay. That one I can live with, Hunter said with a smile. Mr. Dangerous is about right. He does delight in keeping me slightly off balance. For a brief minute, Hunter's features clouded as she was lost in thought. You were saying, Darcy prompted, almost primly. 
Oh, yes, right, sorry. Was he really that good, Darcy asked. Better. I am in delicious, sticky little pieces, ladies. And you trust him? Yes. Darcy shook her head. I don't know, she said. I mean, you only met him a week ago. I can trust him, Darcy, seriously. Astrid clapped a hand against the table. Well, trust him or not, I cannot honestly remember when I've seen you look so happy, so it must be love. <laughs> that was so primly done. <laughs> Hunter laughed. No, ladies, it's everything I've been looking for. So absolutely not love. The conversation descended into the usual mix of sex, careers and discussion of men. The champagne had been flowing and they were getting into the sordid details when Tiffany interjected with, Wait, what? Are you actually serious? You're not just exaggerating. Like the adage of like one million bad movies, you came just like that. As soon as he was inside you, her searching eyes said everything. Well, Jesus fuck. He must be good. Sorry. Sorry. I really want you to say fuck one I know, more time. I know, you say fuck is so funny. It's like, I just imagine, you could read Christopher Brookmeyer's books for a living because you're just so funny. It's just perfect. Jesus, I can't even do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> really, Astrid persisted, still not convinced. Oh, come on, Astrid. We all know about Darcy's party trick after all, don't we? Admonished Tiffany. It's legendary. Wait, what? I think I've forgotten, Astrid replied, genuinely confused at the turn the conversation had taken. Do we really have to go over this again, Darcy asked, looking unusually embarrassed. Obviously, yes we do, Hunter replied laughing. Astrid, Darcy's party trick is the ability to make herself orgasm using just her muscles and some sort of breathing technique. She doesn't use her hands, a toy, nothing. Bloody hell! Now that is a girl who's in control of herself. I am seriously jealous. Darcy sat looking resigned. Yes, okay, okay. God, I'm sorry I ever told you guys. Well, you were pretty hammered when you did. Dramatic pause. <laughs> pause. For a bit. <laughs> so for some reason we've got pause. What does that say there? Um, record, pause recording. Oh, mine just says pause. Yeah. So I, that literally looks like beach ding. <laughs> Beach ding. That's how you would read that. Does that look like beach ding? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it like beach says ding. pause, beach ding. It's <laughs> like, I what the know hell what is beach ding? ding? Yeah. What's she up to? Oh, Can God. she make herself orgasm herself too? <laughs> beach ding. ding. No, yeah, um, I was. I couldn't decide who was going to read the next bit because I was organised this time. Did I mention this? I'm very proud of this. I might have said. You're very organised. I know. Um, <clears throat> but then I think we decided. I think, yeah, you. Yeah, I'm I think the next I think Hunter does this one and then I'll finish it. Yeah, because Tiffany has, it's Tiffany's big revelation at the end, which is so exciting. Yeah, um, it's exciting. But yeah, no, again, sorry, not to keep going on about my editor, but um, who I, I know I've said I love, but if, when, if he listens to this, I really do. It's Andy, by the way, and if you need a book edited, go, go to him. Hang on a second. Do we want to give his real name? Or? Yeah, no, he's okay, fine, fine, yeah, because, you know, he wants the business. Oh, fair. <laughs> if you've written an erotic novel, go to Andy. <laughs> Any novel, yeah. really. <laughs> sure, love But it definitely won't be better than this novel. So well, no, obviously, yeah, actually, so don't. <laughs> no, so don't do that. Yeah. No, but it was funny because when he when he read the first draft and uh, was editing, he honestly said he was like, "I just do women really have conversations like this?" And ladies, do we? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Did he really not think that was a thing? Yeah. No, he was just he was I think surprised at the candor and the 
graphic. Is this his first exotic novel that he read, or I think so. He normally edits horror, I think. <laughs> so, which so. this could be if taken literally. <laughs> yeah. so, it's actually not that far off. Yeah, so as long as it was, so as long as you don't take this literally, you're great. Yeah. Like it's fine. Yeah. Oh God. So yeah, so um, I remember having that conversation and being quite amused. I was like, no, yeah, seriously. I've met a few guys actually that are like, do you really go into that much detail? And I'm like, of course we do. Yes, boys, we talk. <laughs> About everything. Literally. So like, be warned. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, so on that lovely okay. note, I'll jump back in here. So Hunter bit back. She did. But not literally. No. Hunter bit back a joke. About it being just as well that Darcy had such a fabulous trick up her sleeve, as Peter wasn't exactly Casanova in bed by all accounts. How does she know? Well, I think because women, because women talk. <laughs> now nice. we don't forget nice. anything. Nice. You teed that up nicely. That was good. well done, Darcy. That, that was phenomenal. Sometimes you have to set up your own humor. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I've done, <laughs> I've done that with entire books. So <laughs> I, I get you. Um, the cumulative effect of the champagne and lack of sleep had clearly caught up with her, as the laughter subsided. Subsided, dear God, subsided. Tiffany turned the attention back to Hunter. So, you might have found the man to match you then. Hunter only shrugged. Tiffany grinned. Has he tied you up yet? Not yet. We actually didn't have time for any of that. What, in two whole days? Hunter shook her head. But I don't mind. He was everything I expected and more. We didn't stop except to drink and recover in the bath. I'm completely drunk on him now. And I'm going to enjoy every second. I would do anything he asked of me. That was two days? That was two days. Did I miss that? Uh, well, no, I didn't want to go into like, everything that they did in the two days. You could actually expand it, though, if you wanted to, but I feel like it's... Well, I'm already at 100,000. No, I like yeah. it as is, but yeah. It's quite good, yeah. I do like it. It's, like, short and sweet. Yeah, I get. I feel like this is the chapter my editor is actually getting all the all the chat, but it's, like, apparently, I started with 120,000, and he said, no, that's too big for a romance novel. You need it much shorter. Okay. So I'm already down to 100,000. It gets a lot kinkier in the second... Yeah. In, like, the seven... Yeah. Chapter yeah. seven. Yeah, so... I th- I don't know. I thought it was a nice intro. Is it, is it too... Do we need more? No, I don't think so at all, because it gets raunchier. And obviously, this is just, like, a taster for what's yeah. potentially going to happen later. And it's not porn. Well, no, no. It's, yeah, you've got to have... Yeah. It's a romance oh, novel. Yeah, it's a yeah. novel. Yeah. So it's perfect. You've also, yeah, yeah. You've also got to keep the audience wanting more, right? If you give away too much early on. Yeah. People are going to read the first page and they're done. Yeah, well, I kind of was going for the opulence and the whole build-up. and uh, um, Yeah, but every chapter that goes gets just more and more, you know, the ratio is skewed between less seduction and way more sex. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So if you're into it, just skip to the last page. (laughs) I think the latter chapters as opposed to the last page. (laughs) But yeah, anytime they get to Venice, just... You might need a bit of a fan. Do you know what? I've not read that far. I know. You brace yourself. I know. You brace yourself. This is it. Nobody read, read it far, that far. Because then I you... Have. No, it's because you turned around and you were like, I'm editing it. Don't read this copy. And I was like, okay, fine. So... Yeah. And then I've not got the edited version. I did because it was way too long. So I was like, actually, I'm going to put my friends through that. <laughs> Apart from... It was Dear Darcy, who's read every iteration. She could probably literally talk it in her sleep. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Not so. ideal with my partner, my next. <laughs> Or, especially if you start talking about <laughs> Richard. Dick hard, yeah. is it? Big dick? Yeah. He's going, yeah, that's me. <laughs> you call? Yes, he is. <laughs> Shout out to you. <laughs> Anywho, moving Girl. On. Yeah, I can just imagine his, like, mortification. Yeah, just, yeah he's yeah. dying oh, inside right yeah. now. Oh, okay. I've lost my place again. Okay, so, oh, that is what you want, isn't it? God, I'm so happy for your guy. I remember how late I was when I realised Richard was for real. 
It is, but I need a bit more separation than you have. I couldn't have a man dominate me in life as well as in bed. I know you love it, which is amazing, but it's not for me. No, I get it. I do enjoy it. Um, but even for me, sometimes it's a bit much. The good thing is that with the shoot and farm, I'm so busy during the day that I do often get a bit of a break. Plus, Richard is always off in some bonkers scheme, often in another time zone, and I seriously need the rest. I couldn't agree more. Mr. Dangerous, as you've christened him, is away in Malaysia next week, which suits me. I need to recover. You do like that, don't you? Darcy asked. I'm an all-or-nothing girl. I want it all when I want it, and when I don't, I want to be alone. Virginia Woolf was spot on. A room of one's own. Every woman needs this as a minimum requirement to sanity. Men should be summoned when required and dismissed when not. <laughs> Damn right, they all said in unison, before collapsing into laughter again. They were now well into their third bottle of Bollinger. Absolutely. So next weekend is taking me to this place. Um, hang on, I literally have the key in my bag. He already gave you a key, Tiffany said. Wow, that is organised. He is clearly trying to show off and impress you. Or presumptuous, Darcy interjected. Hunter tilted her head towards Darcy. Sweetheart, we both know why I went to that hotel. There was no presumption required. Tiffany scrutinized the solid wooden fob attached to an unusual physical metal key. Not your plastic credit card affair. It had an embossed golden windmill carved into it. I recognize this place. Richard took me once for an anniversary. Why there? No idea, Hunter said. Why? Why do you ask? I mean, I'm assuming it's suitably glamorous after all. He hasn't let me down so far. Well, yeah, you're right. First of all, it's in an actual windmill. But secondly, it's in Norfolk. Like in England. Excuse me, Hunter said, looking down at the key in her hand. Suddenly less impressed now that she knew she'd have to get herself south for the weekend. Correct. <laughs> but oh, that reminds me. Speaking of bonkers schemes and unnecessary decadence, keep the 4th of May free as we've set a date. Momentarily, the three other women mirrored each other exactly in their expressions of complete bafflement. Hunter's key dangling from her hand still. For what? Astrid asked. The wedding, obviously, Tiffany said, clearly enjoying their obvious confusion. Sorry, clearly I've spent the last three years in a drunken super. Mm -hmm. You're already married? Hunter said. True, but you know what we've always said we were going to do. Tiffany was halfway through explaining when the other stiletto shoe dropped for Hunter. No way, she shouted. Way, Tiffany said. <laughs> Seriously? Jesus fucking Christ, get to the point, Astrid said clearly, unamused by her friends talking in some sort of code. Tiffany smiled and took a breath. I am finally getting my story of O latex wedding and... She paused to take a dramatic breath in. I was hoping you guys would be my... Latex bridesmaids! Fuck yes! Astrid yelled, clearly thrilled. Absolutely, Hunter said, looking at her friend in deep affection. I'm there, provided I'm not working, obviously, Darcy said, ever practical, already thinking about the implications for her relationship with Peter. Okay, so quickly, while we're all together, what colors would you like for your dresses? I'm having them made, and you can send me measurements later. Red, obviously, Hunter replied, barely pausing to even think about it. Already reserved, Tiffany winked back at Hunter. I feel at this point, Hunter Red should be like a legitimate Pantone color by now. Neon yellow, Astrid yelled. Hunter laughed. No, absolutely not. Vile. Absolutely fine, Tiffany cried. You can have whatever you want. I just want all my girls to be happy. 
Lavender or something like that for me, please, Darcy said. Tiffany beamed, of course. Elegant stylist, quintessential Darcy. Hey! And there we come to the end of chapter six. Oh, and now she can't talk. I feel like it's just going <laughs> in worse. I love that last exclamation of the wedding just took it right out of me. And I was like, <laughs> Good timing for the ending. I it was. So Sorry. Like, oh, I... yeah. And now your rendition of Smelly Cat, <laughs> Smelly Cat. <laughs> oh, I actually want to read chapter seven. I might go home and read it. Yay! Yeah, yeah. genuinely. I'm oh, going to go yay. home and read it. Well, I mean, it's going to be like, 4,000 words too long, but I'll read all those no, words. No, I've, I've edited it down, so we're getting better. I thought that was a bit of a shorter one as well. Yeah, no, we're 100%. Getting there, you know. I do tend to just talk too much about the surrounding. Leaking. The thing so, leaking. Jesus Christ, the one word. <laughs> Please don't think that my books are all about leaking. <laughs> do feel free to get in touch with any word you feel may fit better, though. That's true. No, please do. Or yeah. if, you, if you've got any words that give you, like, vibes like leaking did to me, like, let us know. <laughs> We'd love to hear your thesaurus. I'm also interested who is listening to this and who is reading the book. Yes. So please get in touch. Let us know if you're rushing home now to read the next chapter or are you waiting for the podcast or are you doing both? I love that. Yes, please do. That's great. Yeah, because obviously the podcast has come out after the book. So I'm sure some people will be doing one or yeah. the other. Yeah. And if you haven't started reading the book, please do. Oh, for God's sake. And please buy it first because that's really important. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. Starving because... artist over yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And on that note, see you next time, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed the latest chapter of Ice. If so, buy the book where even more will be revealed. But also get in touch and follow us into our world of debauchery on Instagram at Vice the Podcast. Or find me on Facebook and online at terrystewartauthor.com. Until next time.